Hello and welcome to Revitalize. Perspire, inspire, expire. Revitalize is daily encouragement for modern Christian women, sponsored by Teaching Mums Limited, an executive coaching company for mums by mums. Visit teachingmums.com today. Each mum, reach mum, teach mum. This is your personal invitation on how to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Saviour. Now this personal invitation has been taken from the Joyce Meyer Everyday Life Bible. All verses used will be amplified, the amplified version, unless otherwise stated. Please repeat after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and forgiving me of my sins so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10:9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority and majesty as God and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I'm so grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in my new life with you. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer along with me for the first time, then I'd love to say to you, welcome to the family, sweetheart. Um, This is, apart from getting married and having children and um, following your dream and deciding to step out on your own, this is the best decision and the most important decision you will ever make. Um, And I want to welcome you and celebrate you for this personal commitment that you have made in hidden places and may the Lord bless you and multiply you and increase you and cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace and practical things join your local online church (laughs) I never thought I'd say that yeah join your local online church read your bible every day download apps with scripture and protect your salvation with your life Tell other people how wonderful the Lord is. And of course, if you have prayer requests, you can get in touch with me, lulu at teachingmums.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'd love to pray for you. It's so accessible and even easier now than it was six months ago. Good for you and continue to believe that you are perfectly loved just the way that you are now.
morning and welcome to Revitalize, Perspire, Inspire, Expire. Now we are on the final part of our mini-series on self-control. It's been really, really interesting and challenging to look at what the Word of God says about self-control. How do we develop in that area? How do we grow in that fruit of the Spirit? How do we recognise when we're not walking in self-control? So we have two Bible verses today, then I will pray for you, and then I'll share a little bit about what will be coming up in our next mini-series. So the two scriptures I'll be using today are Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23, it's the New Testament, and 2 Peter 1, verses 5 to 7, also in the New Testament. Let's pray. Father, you are everything to us, and I thank you that there's nothing that's too hard for you. Father, strengthen my resolve. Strengthen me to articulate the word and help to increase the faith of the women, the families listening. As we look at your word again together today, be in me and let your will be done. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Okay, so... When we began the series, we went right back to the Old Testament. We were looking at Proverbs about um, being hot-tempered and managing anger, learning to sit quietly and um, waiting in hope, having your city walls strengthened and not being like a man without, not being like a city without walls, not walking in destruction, not giving into our whims and indulgences, not just living for the moment, not just doing anything that's permissible, um, but you know, walking in things that are beneficial. And we have arrived at this scripture. Listen to this. But the fruit of the spirit, the result of his presence within us, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and against those things there is no law. So this is just a beautiful way to um, encapsulate what the fruit of the Spirit is, and it says it's the direct result of God's presence within us. So let me say this to you, and I didn't understand this until, um, you know, a number of years ago. I thought that when you became born again, you had to get the fruits of the Spirit, but there's seeds in you. The moment you become born again, and God's presence and salvation is revealed to you, you have those seeds in you in the same way a mother gives birth to a child, that child is born with the parent's DNA, whether the parents like it or not. So when we are born again, we are indeed also born with the DNA of the father, which is, you know, the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, inner peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And where it says against things, there's no law, 
um, the Apostle Paul spoke about the law in great detail because of his background. He um, was known as Saul. He persecuted the church, um, not just persecuted, had Christians mobbed and killed. And now in his salvation, he is able beautifully to just dissect the law and then present grace juxtaposed with the law to show us that the law just isn't enough. And so when he says against things, there's no such law, it's actually a real slap in the face for the law keepers, because I'm not saying that we're not supposed to keep the law, but keeping the law just isn't enough, because if we could keep the law, we wouldn't need Christ, but we cannot keep the law. And it has been said in Christianity, you break one law or rule, you break you break all of them. You break one commandment, you break all of them. Okay, I've never killed anybody, but, but I have lied. I have lied. I have looked at other people and thought, oh, that's, that's great, but why don't I have that? That's coveting. So if I break one law, I, I break all of them. It's impossible for me to keep all of the laws. And that's why I need salvation, because if I can't keep the law, I should be punished. In a perfect world, in an ideal world, if I break the law, I should be punished immediately. But the grace of God, the extravagant and unending grace of God says, actually, you can't keep the law, but I've given you Christ so that you do not receive the punishment that you really deserve. And so this line against such things, there is no law, is the Apostle Paul's way of saying, use them without measure self-control is also in there and so the point i'm making is that you have the dna of god of christ in you because of your salvation because you are born again into christ into his family so self-control is already deposited in you it's up to us to use it in the same way we were all born with muscles some are able to use them some are not but we have to put into practice using those muscles every day so that they become stronger against things, such things, there is no law. So I encourage you to develop in self-control. I'll tell you what I've been praying for the past few days, for supernatural strength and supernatural grace and self-control in abundance Not that God has not already given it to me, but that I'd know how to use it even more than I did before. It's absolutely crucial for the season I'm in that I exercise self-control. And it's hard because as I said in the last episode, using and exercising self-control goes directly against your natural grain. Somebody hurts you, you want to voice your opinion, someone disrespects you, you you feel like you have the right to get angry about it but what god is asking us is not to exercise our rights he's asking us to exercise our fruits of the spirit which um is already deposited in us let's keep going second peter chapter one verse 5 to 7 second peter chapter 1 verse 5 to 7 for this very reason applying your diligence to the divine promises make every effort in exercising your faith 
to develop moral excellence and in moral excellence, knowledge, insight, understanding, and in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, steadfastness, and in your steadfastness, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly affection, and in your brotherly affection, develop Christian love that is learn to unselfishly seek the best for others and do things for their benefit. Amen. So this is the Amplified Version from the Everyday Life Bible and the the, the way in which the verses are expanded really, really creates such a clear picture. And I think what I wanted from today's episode is to really pray that we would indeed apply diligence <laughs> exercise our faith add knowledge to self-control i mean it's so interesting that you you can't have self-control without knowledge because that's the order in in which it appears and then the fruit of the spirit self-control is the last one um not necessarily the most important but i don't think you can exercise self-control without all the others you can't use kindness and peace and love and patience unless you have self-control even though there's no law you do need self-control to know when to use those um, gifts and when to operate. I mean, some people use them all the time, naturally, but yesterday night when I was calling out to the Lord, I said, what what part of the fruit of the spirit should I be using at this very moment? And God said, patience. And I said, okay. I said, fine. I was in a really, really challenging situation and I called on the Lord and I said, what, what, what should I be using right now, Holy Spirit? And the Lord revealed patience to me. So at any given moment in the day, you can actually call on the Lord and say, Father, help me to exercise faith. Help me to exercise love. Help me to exercise gentleness. Help me to exercise goodness. Help me to exercise long-suffering. Help me to exercise love. Help me to exercise self-control. It's a phenomenal gift and um, matchless access that we have to the Holy Spirit at any point in the day because of our salvation and the indwelling presence of God in our lives, which produces the fruit of the Spirit. But you know, produce um, produce has to grow. And I encourage you, I strongly encourage you not to beat yourself up, but to ask God to help you exercise your birthright. The fruits of the spirit that you can grow in the things of God. And we can truly, in all things, build one precept upon the other diligence, faith, moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly affection, and unselfishness. It's hard sometimes to know what the benefit of others is, and sometimes things that benefit others don't necessarily benefit us. I'll give you an example of a situation I was in recently, and I speak about this often because I'm exercising my self-control 
the benefit is for me to remain silent. That's the benefit to other people in this situation. And it's hard because it's much easier to spout and tell people what to do and how to do it. But in this particular situation, the, the part of the fruit of the spirit I'm using is self-control, which means I'm benefit, benefiting others by being silent on something that I think is really important for me just to say what I think. And the Lord has asked me not to. And the point that I'm making is thinking about what would benefit others will sometimes be against what you feel is beneficial for yourself. Use wisdom and ask the Lord to help you and show you what it is he wants you to do in this particular situation. Regardless of what people think, it's important that you do what the Lord has asked you to do. We will take a short break and when we come back, I'll pray for you. Father, I thank you for your will regarding self-control. I thank you that your word has given us a blueprint of what to do, how and when. Holy Spirit, we need you more than we've ever needed you before. Help us to grow in this. I know we'll be tested regularly until this muscle is strong and healthy my God and my King if we didn't need to use self-control there wouldn't be so many opportunities to discuss and be given wisdom about this in your word and I'm asking you Father for myself and on behalf of the listeners on behalf of everyone that's within my network family, friendship circle, community of believers. Come in now, Holy Spirit, and help us all to exercise self-control. Make us new. Make us like you. Make us like you, Holy Spirit. Draw us near to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Open heaven. Open heaven. Make us like you. Make us like you, open heaven, open heaven. Make us like you, make us like you, make us like you, make us like you. Make us like you. Father, open heaven over us and make us like you. You are the song of my heart, the peace in my home. And I thank you that your word is transforming us daily. (laughs) 
heaven is opened over us. And we are indeed becoming more like you through your word and through the power of your Holy Spirit. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, everyone, that's all from me today on Revitalize, Inspire, Perspire, Expire. It's been so wonderful to um, have you listening in. Thank you for your time. If you haven't already done so, visit teachingmums.com to find out all the things that Teaching Mums is doing right now and leave a review. Leaving a review means that more and more women and families like yours are able to hear this message, this encouragement. I'm available on all the platforms where podcasts are shown and aired. Um, and it's wonderful to, um, to have you with me on this journey. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye.